I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. All right, joining me today, I have uh, Dr. Anthony Flagg from Running Medicine and uh, the Native Health Initiative, and Jordan Lisensi, a former Albuquerque Academy standout runner. I'm here to talk a little bit about a little bit about running medicine and kind of continuing our movements through this time now when we're a little stuck in um, in what activities we can do. So, thank you both for joining me. Excited to be here. Yeah, thank you for having us. Absolutely. So, um, you know, and I'll start with with Jordan a little bit. Uh, you've got to kind of duck out of the interview here a little quicker. So, you know, I, I just want to talk about, um, you know, how are you kind of staying motivated to uh, being committed to movement right now when, you know, a lot of places are, are locked down. In some cases, there's places you can't get to and and maybe be as active as you'd like to. Yeah. Um, so as we all know, like a lot of races aren't going on now, uh, just cause of the current uh, situation. But one thing that's getting me motivated is just like continuing to move. I think movement is just, uh, such a healthy way to like, to handle like stress and whatever they may be like that may happen during this time. And one of my main motivations, I guess, is just training so that I'm ready for when that next race is, whenever that race happens. That sounds like a, a great way to kind of look at that. And how do you, you know, it's it's that motivation. I know it's easy to kind of say like, well, just looking for that next one, that next one. But how, how do you try to just keep yourself motivated to get out there when you, you're not sure when that next one's going to be? Mm. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it is just like, trying to find like the, the joy and satisfaction after every run. Like I think early on in the sport, like I often got my motivation from racing and uh, striving for the personal best. But as I got mature in the sport and just like starting to enjoy just the activity in itself of running, like being able to be outside and just enjoy like just the blessing of, of good health and the ability to, to move. That's motiv- That's motivation in itself. <laughs> to get out and enjoy just uh, yeah, just nature and. I, I think that's again a, a great way to look at it, and I, I, I found, you know, through my own coaching with high schoolers and stuff, it's that that first motivation definitely comes from being out there and and competing against other people and kind of having those high standards of this is where I need to be and. I can't lose a step and, and it's all about that competitive nature. And so, right. you know, yeah. And so growing, getting a little bit more mature, like you said, and realizing, you know, what it means to just be out there and, and moving is, um, you know, I think it's something that we all kind of grow towards. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and maybe you can speak a little bit towards growing towards that movement in, as, as we mature, um, Dr. Flake. <laughs> Seb, you have to call me Anthony. I, it's so hard. It's, I, yes, I want to yes, be I will. 
I will call you Anthony from now on. Nice, nice. You know, one thing, and and hello to all the um, podcast listeners. Um, Happy running to every single one of you out there and happy holidays. I've always been impressed with Jordan, um, even as a young person still in high school, he volunteered in many different occasions with our larger nonprofit Native Health Initiative and also with the Running Medicine Program. And he really, um, to me, epitomized the, 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 the magical combination of being really, really good and talented at running, but never losing a sense of, um, you know, on the deepest level, the cultural roots of running for Jordan in his communities of Hamas and and Zuni, and so he's very humble. And and I will just say that even even as a high schooler, winning, you know, big time races, being the the by far the the best distance runner uh, in the state his senior year of high school, um, he still could come out and inspire little ones to move and to get moving. And to, to the point of this moment, I, I would say this simply, we move right now, December 2020, in the midst of a second wave of the pandemic, not because it's easy, not because we know there's going to be a race in January or February or March or April. We move because we have to. We move because um, there is no other option if we want to stay well. And, and I would just, you know, like the listeners to kind of think of when you go for that run, you're not just doing it for yourself. You're doing it. You're, you're going to be a better person for everyone that you live with. If you're a parent, you're going to be better for your kids. If you're a boyfriend or girlfriend, you're going to be better for your partner. If you're a husband or wife, you're going to be better for your spouse. You're going to be better to your aunties. You're going to be better for your co-workers. You're going to be there for your neighbor when they call you in, in a desperate situation. So I think our running is really that, that moment of stillness. And, and whereas a lot of people right now are, are just bummed because they can't get into defined fitness or they can't get in to swim their laps at the pool, runners and walkers have the most you know basic and, and natural way of moving, and that has not been taken from us. And so we can still have that beautiful 10-mile run, two-mile run, trail run in the Sandias as we did prior to the pandemic. We just have a little thing covering our, our, our mouth and, and nose at this time. Um, so it's right there. It's you know a, a great time even for those who are listening who aren't traditional runners or walkers to, to try it out and to see um, I, I hope we're going to come out of the pandemic with a lot of people who now consider running and walking as part of their who they are because they've they've kind of been forced to to find it during the pandemic. Yeah, I, I think I think we've seen some of that. You know, there's when you go out to the trails and the foothills, especially early on in the in the summer when it wasn't too hot, and and we were in the early days of this. There were so many people in out there and walking and and being fit and and being you know in our wonderful blue skies and sunny days and you know it was great to see it was sometimes a little hard to share the trails uh, you know out on a run but it, it was amazing to see these people who otherwise you know would would be at work or in school um taking some time to like we have this time and and being outdoors is still okay so taking that time and and being out there and so i think 
you know, it was nice that we were able to see some of that. And, and we're, I, I'm still seeing some of it, you know, when, when the, when the sun's out, you know, on the trails I'm, or the areas I'm running on. So, um, that's been pretty amazing. And you guys, you know, through, through running, uh, medicine, Anthony, you guys have continued to encourage that movement as well in different ways. And I thought the, the gratitude run during Thanksgiving, I know it's something you, you normally do, uh, but going virtual and, but still offering people a way to connect um, online by sharing pictures and things was uh, a, a great way to continue that uh, connection with people. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I think um, it's forced us to get really creative in in how to how to continue to inspire folks when you don't have the the in person energy that we definitely built. I mean, it, Seb, it's it's so strange. I went from I want as many people as possible to gather on a given day for a given run. Maybe I wanted to show them like a new open space that you know, was going to be the first time for that many people discovering Los Poblanos open space or something like that. But from that to now, oh my gosh, I hope too many people don't show up because I can only have 10 people here. I mean, it's it's such a a strange thing for a program that strive to be intergenerational and have grandma and grandpa exercising at one speed, their children out there um, walking and their grandchildren with the youth team, uh, which, you know, just isn't, isn't real possible. But, um, luckily we are in a, in an age where, you know, social media can, can serve to connect us. And I don't, I don't necessarily, and maybe I'm an old schooler on this, but I don't, I don't see it as a real connection in the same way that anything in person is, but I think if, if it motivates through Strava or through another app or through a challenge that we throw out there, people to get exercising, um, you know, that's great. That's, that's better than them struggling alone, particularly here in, in the, the pandemic and the winter days of the pandemic. And I don't know if Jordan wants to add, but I think just, um, just the moments where it's one, one with a friend you know, hitting the trails right now is, is especially meaningful and a, and a beautiful way to to connect and again, kind of feel that for an hour that life is 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 back to normal. Yeah, I, absolutely. And I did. I wanted to to get Jordan in again here. I know he's got to leave here soon, but you know, um, maybe even touching on on how you're you know, as a college student, you know, finding that balance and, and making sure you have that time for, you know, yourself as well to get that movement to feel balanced, really. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been been helpful uh, during stressful times. Like um, we're getting into like the final part of the semester. So uh, it's been pretty stressful, but just running has just always been an outlet for me in my life. Um, no matter like what's going on, like, like what Anthony was saying, it's like a, a time of just um, kind of like your, your mind can just be at ease and kind of just experience just like the, I guess, like the natural flow of the trail, I guess. And um, so still so peaceful. And I think that it also like provides just a, a feeling of like relief, like after, after every run, like no matter like how, how hard it may have felt at the, during the moment, like at the end of the day, you can say like, man, I, I got my medicine, uh, and 
yeah, just I can go on with my day. You just feel so much better. Like it's like a yeah, like I said, just like it's it's a traditional medicine, I guess. <laughs> Jordan, do you remember? Oh, Jordan, do you remember at the end of our run, we had just gotten to the petroglyphs and we we had a Cody um, howling at us, and then we that got us talking about like some traditional stories about coyotes, but also I think how your dog had recently been been kind of um, tempted to go chase the coyotes and, and surrounded. Yeah. Remember that? Moment? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess uh, you can't forget about the, the animal life. <laughs> that may be pretty dangerous on the trails too. <laughs> but yeah. And, and, and if I had, if I had texted you, like, you know, there's no way I could have made that so real and fun. It was because we experienced it together on a run that, that it was, just like a, a beautiful moment. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, Jordan, I know you gotta you gotta duck out here here soon. Before I let you, before you kind of jump out, um, I I gotta get the it's the same question I ask everybody, but I gotta get what uh, what you're listening to 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 kind of get you pumped or motivated or out that door. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, what I'm listening to, like in the mornings or like before a run or during a run. What, whatever, uh, whatever's getting you moving. doesn't matter yeah. when. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I do my runs in the mornings, uh, just right after I get up, um, but like, uh, during like those 15 minutes, like before I get dressed, I usually spend a time just to, just to like pray. Um, I'm a Christian and it's a very important part of my life. And so I just spend... 15, 20 minutes, just open to, open to the Lord. And, uh, yeah. And then I, that usually sets the tone for the rest of the day. And then I get my own, uh, time just, um, alone on the trail and kind of like the prayer continues. <laughs> so like in a traditional, uh, sense, like running is, is a form of prayer. And so like when you go out for that run, like you're, you're still praying and just thinking about, uh, the rest of the day, thinking about family and um, just whatever may be going on in my life. So that kind of, I guess, in itself is its own motivation too. Just time of prayer. <laughs> Absolutely, and running is uh, is body, mind, and spirit all all together, all at once, and it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I do want to respect your time. I know you had to head out here. I don't know how hard of a time limit it was, but yeah. um, uh, thank you for for being able to be a part and, and talk with this. And, and I'll continue here with Anthony, but I, I do want to have you on again. Uh, and so um, we'll definitely connect and, and get a, a longer podcast just with you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on here. Uh, it's, it's an honor. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, I wish everybody... All right. Well, thank you. Um, and so, Anthony, kind of going back with uh, what what Jordan was was talking about there, and and kind of you know that spiritual piece, and and that 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 point you made before about you know the connections are so so different now. So we are kind of having more of a you know 
I think more people are kind of running alone and, and coming to terms with, with what that means to be on your own out on the trails or out on the road. And um, how, how do you look at that, you know, as far as when you're kind of helping people motivate and, and talking about movement um, as, as that medicine really is we were talking about? Yeah, it's, it's different. You know, the, the communal aspects in some ways um, of our running, even down to as much as a lot of us grumble about racing, like that, that is the racing community. That is, that is the running community. And, and that's earning for all your hard work of training, you know, that, that um, 50K or 5K or whatever distance it is. And, and we, we, we don't have that. Um, I think wherever wherever we are in our running journey, we th- this really calls us just to be um, kind of kind of re remember why we do this, and and ultimately the more the most important part about it um, being our our health, our wellness, mind, body, spirit, and and all the other things like race medals and even going to races, traveling to races, the, the fun of all that, um, it'll, it'll come back. But for right now, we need it. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I think of this analogy. When I was in medical school way back in the dark ages, I was in North Carolina, Chapel Hill. And to stay sane, I would, I, I coached this really serious club running program there, um, which some of the bigger universities have kind of a club team that competes against other other colleges, um, but just slightly below the the D1 teams. And so I'd notice that right around finals time, um, this time of the year, you know, the, the, the attendance at running practices would, would get really slow and um, people just didn't seem to want to run. And my, my point to them was, this is the exact moment you need running the most. This is, you know, your high stress couple of weeks. And I don't need you to go out and run 800 meter intervals like we did a month ago, but I need you to go out and and get away from the books. And I call them like mental health runs, literally just go without a watch unplugged and, and you run eight minutes or 80 minutes, whatever you run, run until you're, you feel like you've let go of things and you've recentered and then turn around and, and come back. And so, yeah, the, the time when we need running the most is also the time where we may be prone to say, um, gosh, you know, it's, it's really cold and it's getting dark. I'm going to have to run in the dark because I'm not getting home before the sun sets. And gosh, there's no races and there's no rock and roll in Phoenix to train for in, in January or Boston Marathon to train for in April. So, you know, why do it? But no, that, that's, that's where maybe you don't carry the watch. Maybe you don't worry about the mileage. Maybe you don't need to post it that day on your social media, what you did, but you do need to run. You need, you need it more than ever. And you just may need to, to kind of recalibrate why you're running and how you're running in, in this moment and, and, and being, being um, gentle on yourself, you know, being, being, I guess, easy. I don't, I don't want to see any of my runners or families out there um, after all the stress of the pandemic and the stress of that day like just upset at the end of the day because they didn't hit their times on a, a tempo run that they wanted. You know, that just just take it in a bigger context. Well, you ran that you ran number one and number two. Wow, you did a tempo run. I mean, that's awesome. You, you you put some intensity 
into a run that really was just for personal strength. It's not for any upcoming race or to, to you know, to have any necessarily end goal. Great. Who, who cares about that your time was 10 seconds slower than, than you want it to be? I don't think that that can be, you know, stated enough right now and focusing on that idea of why, why we're doing this. You know, like you said, if, if, if you're, you know, trying to hit these times and do these tempos, then that's awesome. That's great. But, you know, that mind and body and spirit, that connection that we have right now, that de-stressor, that time to be in our own minds or, um, you know, that time outside of the household. Cause you know, when, when, when you're in quarantine and you're not working, you know, maybe you're, you're working from home at your job and your kids are at home and everybody's home <laughs> being able to step outside and, and be by yourself. Yeah, it can be a, um, a freeing moment, you know, from the, the stress of it all, the, the pressure of it all. And the, you know, we all, get stuck, you know, in certain ways and, and running, I think can, can help out with that. And so, you know, being able, like you said, to take that time and, and be, be gracious with yourself on, on what you're, what you need to be out there and, and take that time for, for the physical part of it and the mental and, and, and the spiritual part. It is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's funny you know, because I have seen runners getting, you know, having, well, I didn't hit that or I didn't do that. And meanwhile, there's other people complaining, well, or not complaining, but, you know, at least I, at least I put on pants today for my Zoom work calls. So <laughs> that's the bigger victory. Absolutely, man. Right, right there. I got a, I got a text um, uh, earlier this week from a pretty famous for those old school listeners out there, Melody Fairchild, she's, she was, uh, a woman who was like the top high school runner in the nation running somewhere in the low seventeens, I think for 5k. And she's now a, 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 a running coach coaches youth up in Boulder, um, has become a good friend of mine and, and really appreciates the approach that running medicine takes a, around the, the work we do. She's, she wrote, Hope you hope you all are thriving and that you're enjoying the stillness of this time of year. You know, our the inside of our house for many of us has four different people logged into four different school or work meetings, and it still hasn't. It, that's not that's not reality, right? That's that's a that's a virtual reality. That's a pandemic reality. But just get outside. Just 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 spend a moment on if you're really lucky, like a six a.m kind of stillness or a snowy morning like we had earlier this week stillness and the the reality is nature is trying to show us stillness and we we just have to make sure we're willing to lace up the shoes and put on the layers to actually go out and and greet her and and enjoy it and benefit from it absolutely i i I especially you know that little snowy morning we had it was it was amazing. I actually didn't get out till a little later in the afternoon. Um, I do prefer those morning runs myself, but it was a little, um, you know, normally I get out and I've, I've got my headphones in and I'm catching up on some other running podcasts that I like that, you know, to help inspire me. And 
all of a sudden, you know, I just, I didn't take them and just enjoying that quiet because there was almost no cars on the road and there was nobody on the trail I was running. And it was just, you know, it was, it was amazing. And I, I think it's, yeah, I mean, if you can get out early enough to just have that, that hush around you is, is um, beautiful. I agree. Yeah. I, every time there's a snowy morning, Seb, I, I'm like a little six-year-old kid. I want to be the first. I've always considered it just a blessing to be the, the first to put your paw prints on a given trail. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm out the door the second I see it snowing because I can't wait to just, just be a kid and, and play. Um, there, there's, a, there's a famous quote, I think it's from Once a Runner, that dogs and kids are happiest when running. And even though I'm in my 40s, my, my corollary to that quote is that, okay, I don't really want to be a dog, but my, my goal is to always be a kid, always stay a kid, because I agree, like there's, there's something just truly real that cannot be streamed on Netflix or found on YouTube that is stepping outside and, you know, j just enjoying the snowflakes falling. But, but even beyond that, um, as a family physician, you know, I'll, I'll have patients that, that kind of complain to me literally all 12 months of the year. If I ask them, why, why, what is your excuse about exercise? Oh, it's too dusty. Oh, it's too windy. Oh, it's too cold. Oh, it's too hot. Oh, it's too wet. Oh, it's too dry. And, and so, you know, I, sometimes I'll listen and, and just kind of put a smile on my face and say, okay, so based on your, your outlook, your perspective, there's about 10 days in a 365 day year that would actually be okay for exercise because you're, you're giving me all these excuses. And, and I think um, us runners, like while everyone else is complaining about the 28 degree day with 15 mile an hour winds, like we're just out there greeting it. And, and there's something beautiful about in a larger life sense, greeting what life, greeting what nature, mother nature, gives you on that day. And, and if you're, if you're going to be the person who waits until the perfect weather day, yeah, you're going to probably run once every two months. And unfortunately you're, you're going to lose 59 really good days that you could have been getting your medicine and, and, you know, getting to a better place one step at a time. I, I absolutely, um, I'm, I'm laughing a little bit because that, you know, kind of reminded me, made me think of, of a friend of mine, the the other morning, uh, I think it was the day after the snow, the temperature was about 19 degrees when I went out for my run. And I have a good friend of mine and, and we share our runs and help motivate each other, you know, sharing, you know, workouts and, and this and that. And, and even now, and even though he doesn't even live here, we've been doing this virtually for over a year now. So it's been, um, you know, just a nice extension of what I, what I've continued now with other people, but he lives in San Diego. So, you know, they've got beautiful weather just about year round. And he had gotten up a little bit early, earlier than I and posted his run. He's like, yeah, it was a little chilly. You know, there was no fall this year, went straight to 36 degree mornings. I'm like, well, it was a little warmer than it was here, but we both still got out. We both got our runs in and, and, and that's the important part is, you know, knowing that it's like you said, it's life's going to throw what it throws at you. And running is a great, great way to, to understand that, 
you know, you, you, you get prepared for it. You know, I know I'm going to get my run in. I know I'm going to get that, that medicine in and I'm going to layer up and be prepared and, and just, and, and get it done. Yeah. Run, run because you've been given a new day as opposed to finding all the excuses. Why not to, why the excuses will always be there. There's, there's no beating that attitude. You know, it just is, is not compatible with a life of, of movement and, and wellness. Um, you'll always be able to find an excuse if that's what you're waking up looking for. And I mean, don't, don't take me wrong. And I'm sure Seb, you, you find this too. Yeah. It's six, six AM still dark out. I, I want to hit the snooze button. I don't, there's part of me that, that is as lazy as anyone else, but gosh, I don't want to miss that blessing. I don't want to miss the the sun coming over the Sandias. I don't want to miss a chance to maybe see the, the cranes, you know, down in the Bolske. I, I don't, I don't that, that'll, that'll overcome me. I might hit the snooze once or twice, but as I did this morning, I went out for about two hours. Um, it took me about 30 minutes from the first alarm to actually getting out of bed. But, uh, you know, I, I, I knew that I, I needed, I needed it more than I needed sleep. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. I, I, you know, my longer runs, I usually tend to do on Saturdays and I'll sleep in a little bit later, especially now just let the sun come up and, and warm things a bit more. But I know at, at before it gets too late, I'm going to be out there and, and making sure that I'm moving and getting my legs going. And, you know, either way, no matter the time I warm up or get up, I'm eventually going to warm up. You know, my body's going to generate that heat from that movement and I'm going to be happier that I got out and did it rather than waiting around and, and, and being upset at myself for, for not getting anything in. You know, I want to go back. You, you talked about that kind of sense of, of happiness, of, of being a kid while you run and just enjoying it. And I think that's something that's, that's so important. You know, there's a lot of times that runners take themselves too seriously. And like I said, I, I put in that, those headphones, you know, maybe too often, but it, there's, there's no better feeling than having a, a song come on or even hitting a downhill. And, and, you know, I, I put my arms out like I'm an airplane, like I'm a little kid and just kind of fly down those hills because it makes me happy. It brings a smile to my face. And, and that's, you know, again, part of that why of, of getting out and, and, and moving and, and feeling, you know, comfortable in, in, in my body. I bet, I bet those high school kids you coach are, are to credit for keeping some of that, that youthfulness in you and, and vice versa. I bet you can connect to the high school kids better because you haven't, you haven't, you know, made running more serious than it than it needs to be. Yeah, if it, ce- it ceases to be fun, um, every time we get Joe Franklin over to speak to our, our runners, maybe before a big race, because we do have um, some youth competitive racing that, you know, pretty high level running and all Americans, but but that's his biggest message is, you know, no, no big speeches the night before, just he tells his college team that has been at really the top level in, in NCAA for the women's side, just have fun, have fun tomorrow. Go, go, um, you know, see the rewards of all those early mornings and those hard workouts and those tempos and all of it. So, you know, just, just have fun with it. That that's neat to see. And I, I really think it's, it's 
where we perform the best. Like we're going to naturally put pressure and stress on ourselves for things that we care about. So we don't need to add more to that by what we, you know, are, are telling ourselves in our mind, um, before, before the race and the night before, just, just to, just to have fun with it and, and be a kid again, even imagine, you know, for those who are listening, go out on your next run and, and picture the, the five-year-old version of yourself, um, running and what it felt like at five. I bet your form was a lot better than it is 20, 30 years later. Um, I bet, I bet your knees didn't creak. I bet your hips didn't bug you. I bet your, you, you were, you were running free, but just, just, just even like soak that in almost as a meditation of what, what were you wearing? What, what smells are around you? Where, where were you when you were five years old that you would have been running? What did the leaves sound like as you crunched them under your, under your feet and enjoyed the crazy loud sounds you were able to make just by running through them? And, you know, beyond that, the, the run should, run should take care of the rest. Absolutely. I think that's, that's something that we can all take, take time to do, you know, what, what made us happier when we were running, what made us happy when we were running as, as children, because things, things change and and we lose it. So I think that's amazing. Um, You know, I want to take a a quick minute, you know, again, I know, you know, we kind of got a late start, had some technical difficulties and, you know, again, I want to respect your time and, and your time with your family. Um, you know, I want to take a, a minute and just let you talk about, you've got some, some workouts, uh, some hit workouts going out, going on with, um, running medicine virtually through the end of December, if people want to join in. Yeah. Um, so we, we have Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday mornings. If you want to get up at 7am on Tuesday and Thursdays, um, a really talented, um, husband and wife team lead a high intensity interval training workout, which I think can be a really good complement from just a core strengthening and agility standpoint. I've been I've been trying to add mix those with two to three hour runs is really interesting because they're they're the exact opposite, like on so many ends of the spectrum. But um, complementary, I think, definitely definitely a really um, a, a great thing for, for runners like me who, you know, are just getting a little, little stiffer and, and not as agile. Um, and then Wednesday mornings at seven, we have a, a yoga, um, by zoom. And if you, um, go to runningmedicine.org or our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you can connect with us and get all the details. All of it's free. You know, we really tried to take away, the pay to play, um, element of running. And I'm, I'm pretty passionate about making running, whether it's youth competitive running, whether it's races, you know, not, not pricing people out of a sport that should be really easy to, to get people into and, and get people who maybe can't afford some other more expensive sports that require a lot of equipment and gym fees. Um, when I see fifty dollars to run a five k, I just think of, man, that 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 goes against everything that I care about in in being a running activist. I want to I want to you know show that running can be done really well and really um, for you know almost nothing. So we 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 charge like fifteen bucks a season, 
And through a lot of local partners, um, Heart and Soul, for instance, who help us with some um, reduced price shoes, like we're able to give about $300 for the 15 bucks that someone pays. And honestly, why why charge at all? I mean, I, I guess it for me is that if you charge, if you make it completely free, then I, I feel like people don't value what you're offering. But we, for five years, have never changed the, the $15 fee and you know, wanting, wanted to be really clear. We're not in the business to make money off you. We, we want to make fitness. We don't want to make money. That's, that's one of the things that I've, I've noticed a lot about your running medicine, the, the organization, you know, when there is more than $15, it's, it's suggested donations and it's going to help out, you know, the, either the, um, native health initiative or, or other sponsors. And I, I think that's, that's amazing. And then that's what I've, you know, as I've kind of, as I've gotten more into running again, you know, I took a long break and I've, I've, especially now during, during this time, you know, being more intentional with where my dollars go and, you know, do I want to put $50 towards a 5k that I can do virtual and get a, you know, cool little medal and maybe a shirt, or do I want to do $50 and I may not get a shirt and I may not get a medal, but the money's going to a cause that I believe in. And, you know, that's one of the, the things that has kind of made me grateful during this time is it's, it has made me more intentional and, and, and really consider, you know, do I want to go and spend 50 bucks on a pair of shoes and get them from Amazon? Or do I want to go and maybe pay a little bit more, but support my local businesses in, in um, court systems and hard and full and, and those things? So I, I, I appreciate what you guys are doing um, around that and with that monetarily. Yeah, thanks. We've we've gotten creative in how to how to generate um, through in kind support and where needed, you know, monetary support. We've we've been able to 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 fund our program, but not not from the people who are actually benefiting from it, which I'd much rather ask a, an organization, a foundation for $10,000 than, and, and with one check, be able to do that, than spend my whole year feeling like I'm overcharging participants because I'm now charging them a hundred dollars uh, to join. So I, 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 again, one, I, I, as a physician feel that the most potent medicine that I have in my, in my toolkit, in the pharmacy's shelves is movement. And there's, there's no pill that will ever come close to what movement does for us on mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, cultural, et cetera, levels. And so whatever I can do to make that, that medicine available to all, um, that, that, that's really what I'm about. And I think even, even this podcast, you know, helps to bring, bring in a, in a beautiful way, um, all these voices from New Mexico running and the, the rich New Mexico running landscape to the table to just share and remind us of, of what a wealth we have right, right in our midst in the running community and the, um, the individuals that are kind of the, the pioneers, whether it's, you know, because of your race times and, and big national achievements, or it's because, you're you're on the ground doing things uniquely to to use running 
as a vehicle for, for healing. Well, thank you. And, you know, I think that's a great sentiment to kind of wrap up on. Uh, again, I want to respect your time. You got some family time planned, which is amazing. And so before I let you go, you know, I want to ask you again, the same question I asked Jordan, the same question I kind of pose everybody at the end of the podcast. And that's, uh, what are you listening to, to kind of get you, um, up and motivated and, and moving? Um, well, first of all, I'm, I'm going to go, of course, nothing, nothing that you wouldn't expect. I'm going to go move after this with the last hour of sunlight. And my personal goal is to through biking with my kids, be a little less sore from my, my long run this morning. Um, so I have some selfish motives. You know, um, my answer to that wonderful question is heartbeat. I'm a, I'm a very unplugged, never run, usually with a watch, never with, I, I don't even know if I'd know how to, to, to make ear, earbuds um, work. So <laughs> I, I listen to my heartbeat. I listen to it occasionally when I treat myself to like um, stopping and, and just standing. I was running a, a five and a half hour run into the mountains last weekend and um, with a buddy, Solomon Candy, who's, who's a locally famous runner. And we just, yeah. I just said, just, let's just, stop, you know, and just, just to stand there for a, a minute or two and, and just listen to the stillness and up in like the rock slide area of the, of La Luz and no talking and just hear your heart beating out of your chest. That, that for me is, is the most beautiful music of, of the running journey. I love it. And like I said, I've, I've kind of gotten in the habit of being maybe too plugged in, but I, you know, whether it's the heartbeat or it's my feet, you know, listening to that soft crunch of gravel underneath my feet. It's part of the reason I hate running on the roads, but <laughs> sometimes it's all I have. But being on being on some gravel and dirt and just hearing that crunch as I'm as I'm going through is uh, I love it personally. Hey, Seb, you owe me one thing for this interview. Oh, what's that? <laughs> You you owe me a run. Oh, I, I I will I will tell you that is the one thing that is that I've been missing out of out of all of this, all these amazing people that I've been able to interview. I I cannot wait to get on a run with with all of them. I, I'm I am so excited. I'm I'm I would absolutely love to join you for a run. You heard it, listeners. Don't let them. <laughs> Let him renege on that promise. <laughs> it's been great being here with you, brother. And, and I hope all of our listeners have a, a beautiful December and a, a very active, stay safe and stay active are, are really my, my two messages. And, and you can definitely, I think, um, in, in getting out there, particularly if you're really worried and maybe you have people at higher risk in your house, of course, wear a mask, but you can also find times of the day and, and certain trails that are less used. So you even, even minimize the, um, you know, the, the, the congestion and potential for a lot of human interaction, um, even lower, but yeah, a, a very safe, safe and active holidays to you and all your listeners.
I'd once again like to thank my guest for their time and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at runningnewmexico at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.